I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome to the No Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. All right, folks, welcome to probably one of my personal favorites that we do here at the No Shave Man Cave. It's when we do our casual conversations in the cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Hey, I'm Jay Tilly. And you have joined us on yet another famous, to us anyway, <laughs> uh, casual conversations in the cave, man. We, we have these tangents that we go on when we're not recording that we look at each other afterward and go, man, we should have recorded that. Yep. And We've been having a lot of conversations with this being Black History Month. We're getting ready to roll into uh, Women's Appreciation Month and uh, just wrestling in general. They, the what, Wrestling Observer, they just released some awards. So congratulations to all the award winners. And it, it just starts our conversations. And to, uh, to our guy, uh, Artis, who's been dealing with some personal tragedies, thoughts and prayers out to you and your family at this time. But what did he text us not that long ago when, uh, when him and his family got together at a, uh, you know, uh, memorial service with his family? Uh, he, uh, texted that even in a time of crisis, they started talking about wrestling to kind of cheer themselves up and make themselves, yeah. uh, uh, in a better mood. So that's, that's pretty cool. And and that's, that's yeah. one of those things that's the power of wrestling in my opinion. Um, on that note, speaking of people texting things, 
Jeremy texted me, uh, JC the Tickler, mm. Georgia Tickler texted me on, <laughs> I want to say Thursday or Friday this week, yeah. talking about how after talking to us, he went back and pulled up Royal Rumble and was watching Royal Rumble. Dude. And then it, like after awesome. he finished, he's asking questions like, hey, where's, what's this, what's going on with this? And I'm trying to explain it to him. And he's like, hey, man, where can I find AEW? <laughs> I was like, well, they don't have their streaming service yeah. yet. Uh, it's coming allegedly, allegedly. but um, I, he's all excited to watch that. I said, well, to be honest with you, the best way to do AEW is to, to tape it and watch the, yeah. the replays. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to get his take on it because, and maybe that's something next month when we have him on for the, the 22nd again, or yeah. maybe I'll see if he wants to come on on a random day this yeah. between now and then. Yeah. He could join this, us for our casual conversations where we do like a wrestling after we do the wrestling one one we can do the casual conversation casual fan conversation yeah um or the relapsed fan because <laughs> it's an addiction what? man like when when you're invested in a storyline it's just like oh i can't i can't miss friday because i need i need yep. to see what's going to happen with the bloodline well and, and that's what i was going to say is it'd be curious to get him on and see if yeah. after watching royal rumble and and i don't know if he went through and watched elimination chamber and all that other stuff or not but it'd be curious mm-hmm. did did you keep going or did you just go eh, you know i'm done yeah. So yeah, you know, I'd be curious to have him on and find out if he kept going. Okay, what was it that that made you go? Oh, I kind of want to watch next week's now. Or yeah. what was it that you went? I don't really care about this anymore. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Good for good for us as yeah. uh, as talkers and and appreciative fans of professional wrestling. And you know, I don't want to uh, derail a relationship or take away anybody's free time. But uh, when I want to just like shut it down, get myself back to neutral. Um, you know, I'll hop on, whether it's on the network on Peacock, uh, go through YouTube. Um, whenever I'm trying to remember a storyline, I'll flip and go into on demand and grab, um, TNT and TBS. And I'll, I'll go back through and find an AEW show. And what I'm going to be doing here in the next couple of weeks after revolution, is go back and watch one of the some of the first couple shows of AEW before um, they rolled out the world title when they came out with that silver um, TNT title and that was the yeah. only title they had for a little while and because uh, the because of production and COVID and everything it took it took forever and then and then the title got lost in shipping Jericho so, lost it yeah yeah well and then oh, Jericho lost funny. it out of his car yeah yeah at the um the joke was the joke was that he left it at a uh red lobster he left it yep. at a red lobster yep. but it was uh it was it was in a in a in a car like one of the couriers like one of right. the limousine services so uh kudos to AEW uh everything they've dealt with during the covid era um how they've changed professional wrestling the the hard camera, the I think a lot of their development and how they respect the referees a lot more, um, except the other night when they were outside the ring for two minutes. But it was, uh, <laughs> I thought it, I, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't so distracting that that I didn't name it my show of the of the week. Right. I, it's um, their production is fantastic, maybe too fantastic, like the the episode where uh 
uh, Brian Danielson was bleeding all over the camera. And I just, like, they appreciate their fans. They listen. Um, well, yeah, it's it, fun. It's, it's interesting to me to hear you because when we started this journey, probably a year ago or so, talking about it, I was the mm-hmm. big AEW guy. And you were the WWE, and and I could tell we'd talk. You'd be like, "Yeah, I caught it. Whatever." I paid yeah. somewhat attention to Dynamite, or I kind of watched this. Yep, it was. Uh, and then the we background. did Forbidden Door. Yep, and then we did Forbidden Door, and and really uh, went to that live. Well, I mean, we did live shows here in Jacksonville, which were always great. Yeah, um, and then we did the live Forbidden Door thing, which is amazing. Oh, uh, definitely want to go wherever they announce it this year. I want to yep. try to make sure we can afford it and go. Uh, being disabled vets and fist- fixed income, we and need people to donate income, to our. Uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, buymecoffee.com. Send, hook us up. No shame, man. Yeah, we could, buddy. We could definitely use it to help support uh, our wrestling addiction. But, uh, you know, and now that we have approached it as a different angle, which is interesting for me because when we talked about doing this, one of my fears was, okay, I'm going to get too much wrestling. All right. Like, I love watching it. I enjoy it. If I have to now watch it for a quote unquote job, let's say, because we're trying to keep this podcast going and, and we want to, I mean, I'm not going to, not going to sugarcoat it. You just like anything in life, you want to make money and you want to do things with it. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we could grow to that, that point where I can go, Hey, I don't need to work at this other company anymore. I can focus full time on this. Now it's a job. Okay. Do I love wrestling enough to have it as a job? And I was curious and we're 30 ish days in now, I think a little over. Mm-hmm. And now I watch wrestling differently. Uh, so I watch every show twice now. I watch it as a fan, just on the show, just put it on like I would watch it any other Wednesday night before we start doing this. And yeah. then now I go back and watch it a second time and I take more detailed notes and try to try to, I'm not professional, but try to analyze some of it and try to look at it a little differently. But I've noticed that with you doing that too, it's turned you on to AEW more because oh, yeah. I think as I don't, I don't want to bash WWE and I don't want to, to poop on the fans of WWE, but they're not nearly as in depth other than a few storylines right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas AEW almost every, almost, I will also say that there are definitely storylines that aren't as in depth. There are storylines that I'm not as interested in. Uh, yeah. They do do some shortcut stuff, but you kind of watch it going, wait, like we talked about Jericho and, and Sammy Guevara winning the match on Friday night. That's one of those things where, as a casual fan watching it Monday through Friday, it's on, I watch it, you don't think about, but now that I'm kind of like, well, wait a minute now, Jericho's lost three of his last one-on-one matches and, you know, to Starks and and Andrede, but now you're Mm -hmm. seeing his protégés winning it. Ooh, what are they doing with this? Yeah. And I just, I enjoy it a lot. And I I appreciate the fact that you're looking at it going, Oh, okay. I I see why Jason gets so excited about some of this now. Yeah. Um, Over, over the last, uh, I'd say year and a half, maybe a little bit more, um i've i've grown to appreciate new japan a lot more the the style and the commentating and the referee interaction yeah was like a it was too distracting at first and i was like you know what it's professional wrestling i don't i don't need to take take it so serious um but there are times where i am so invested that i can't help it where, you know, I'm sitting there listening to MJF talk about some of the things that he's done in his life to, uh, to the girlfriend that he had at the time. And <laughs> I have a t-shirt 
and I have a poster and I've got some other MJF stuff. And for a second, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go burn it. And <laughs> that's exactly what wrestling was meant to do. It was meant to get you invested. There's the white hats and there's the black hats. There's the good guys and there's the bad guys. And if, you know, like, it doesn't matter if they love you. It doesn't matter if they hate you as long as they remember. And I tell mm. you what, I will, it will be, it will take a long time for me if this ever happens. I will never forget the hard times promo. I will never forget the Cody Rhodes, uh, one of the last promos that he did on AEW and uh, that MGF promo that, uh, yep. you know, just like seriously struck a chord and um, to the point where, the police in that county received over 300 phone calls and <laughs> yeah. they said, um, uh, sir or ma'am, whoever it was that was calling, that was not an actual event that occurred. This is a storyline <laughs> for a TV show right. that is uh, fiction. So yep. please, in the future, um, only use this phone line in the case of emergency. Yeah. Think about and, that, though. Like, dude, like that was so powerful to people. That would be yep. like us watching The Sopranos and going, oh, they just murdered that guy. I'm going to call the cops. Like That's, that's how powerful that, that promo 100%. was. 100%. It's, it's the same concept. It's a yep. scripted, fictional TV show. It's not yep. real. I don't want to say that's, not real because people don't like the fake word, but it yeah. is a scripted show. It, there's a week-to-week -week show that's scripted. And the fact that people were that outraged about it to call, yep. that says something about the performance that he put on. 100%. And he's, he's what, 25, 26 years old? Um, yeah, I think if that. I mean, I like I had deployed by that time I was that age. <laughs> um, I had a son by the time I was that age. Um, but I don't know. Like, and I was dedicated and convicted to what I was doing as a, as a U.S. Marine and as a father. But I, I wasn't cutting a promo. I wasn't you know, traveling the world as a professional right. wrestler in front of whether it was 50 people or, um, you know, one of their larger crowds, whether it was at the Arthur Ashe stadium or mm -hmm. when at the United center, um, for forbidden door was, uh, over 20,000 people, um, or 18 and some change, but, um, super impressed with, you know, he's relatively young in the game and, you know, 26, you by the way. 26, He's 26 years you. old. Yep. Yeah. And you think of some of those, those promos and, you know, folks look at wrestling that are wrestlers that are in the wrestling game. Talk about how they really start to hit their stride in like the early to mid thirties. And dude is, you know, he's got nine years till he hits 35. Hmm. Just imagine how many title reigns, how many victories, how many yep. stories and like, the things that you're going to remember and uh, super, just super impressed with uh, how they've produced him. Um, you know, he may be a pain in the ass backstage, kind of like how Shawn Michaels was uh, when he went away the first time. And, uh, you know, fortunately he doesn't have like all the addiction type stuff. So he's relatively in the right mind. He's just talking right. about it. So um, yeah, there's money to be made with that guy. And I don't know if, the bidding war in 24 is a real thing, or if that's just like a, 
you know, an act, but yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, it's it, like, like Alfred Hitchcock, you know, all the, all the, yeah. uh, all the terror that was created when he did the uh, UFO story and when yes, birds came exactly. out and, you know, here we are in 20, so the, the phone call started and it was 2023. And yep. I mean, there's social media, there's news, there's, you know, the 24 hour, um, media cycle, yep. there's Twitter, Instagram, all this other stuff. And people thought that it was so real that they called the police department. And I just, <laughs> I love it, man. It's suspended, yeah, that, that's suspended. Amazing. Belief, man. I love it. Yep. And, and that's, that's one of my favorite things about wrestling is, is you go there to suspend the relief, the belief and just relax and enjoy yep. the show. And yeah, the fact that <laughs> the fact that they got cops called that was amazing. Yeah, y- you can't script that stuff. No, no, and, you I mean, know you do script that stuff, but right, you know you, you, you can't plan you, on that kind of reaction. Exactly. Yeah, you can script it in the ring. You've got your your uh, you know the athletes, the wrestlers, the superstars um, are in the ring. They're going to do a certain thing at a certain point. Um, there's cooperation, but there's times when they mess up. And the, the, the trust, the admiration, the respect that they have yep. for each other, um, continues the, the maturity of the storyline or whatever is going on. And I, I mean, it's, it's a nice getaway when you can uh, sit down and watch a show and just be like, damn, that was, yeah. uh, you know, the, the elimination chamber, uh, pay-per-view that was over. And I was just like, whew. And, and it wasn't like, oh man, cause it was so long. It was cause you were just emotionally spent going mm-hmm. through what's, what Sammy, Sammy was going through, through. Yep. and you're like, oh man, I can't take one more. And then you hear, um, KO's music hit and you're like, oh my God, here we go. It's yep. And you just like a roller coaster, you feel that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember just you know, almost like it was yesterday sitting in my sister's apartment. And I've told this story a couple times, um, sitting in my sister's apartment and I watched Jerry, the King Lawler throw a fireball and I'm like, good night. Or, you know, I'm sitting in Tucson, the Tucson, uh, civic center in Arizona. And we're up in the, not in the cheap, cheap seats, but we, we didn't have the best seats, but the way it was all set as they were coming down the coming down the ramp andre the giant and hulk hogan and uh sd special delivery jones and um sd jones yeah uh george animal steel was that i was just like dude this is so freaking cool and uh and then you know fast forwarding i was we were stationed in north carolina and i took my took the boys and um social media wasn't as dominant as it is now and the the road dog jesse james and the badass billy gunn were not advertised for the show and it was the christmas show in raleigh and next thing i hear is their music you didn't know and um i think if you were to talk to coden and ryland they would go when was the most what is the most surprised you've ever seen your dad it would probably (laughs) be that because they were i you know i loved them i thought they were uh, a fantastic tag team um, uh, road dog being a prior Marine, you know, I was kind of tied to him that way. It was, uh, yeah, I just love the, the athleticism, the dedication, 
and the allowing us as a fan to go on a ride with them that uh you know it only costs a couple of bucks and it's Mm -hmm. you know priceless when you figure like it this has made our uh you know friendship stronger and this is tied um you and your daughters together because you've gone to the aew shows and the meet and greets and um you know social media tying us to chris jericho or um you know getting a tweet from um sergeant slaughter sergeant slaughter like hey you know over over the shoulder it got america's championship and uh some figures over there still need to get with you sarge um but yeah i it's it's a blast i i really really enjoy it and you know for you uh and me as like a, a fledgling aew fan um you as a lapse trying to get back into it uh wwe fan and then you have that wrestling on the peripheral of the of the new nwa the it's you know, not as many bells and whistles and right. the, the hard to find, but super enjoyable when you do impact wrestling. Um, and then just the beautiful storytelling that they do with new Japan. There's, there's something for everyone in, with professional wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking, I was looking behind me because, uh, I've got a book that you should probably read. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. Cause it's the one that Michael Sidgwick and them on what culture provide, but it's the, uh, becoming all elite, the rise of AEW. Mm. And with you just getting into it, it's actually a pretty good read. It goes into how it was developed, the ideas they had, what matches yeah. prompted and everything. It's, it's pretty decent and pretty, pretty good read. So that's worth cool. checking out. I'll, yeah, maybe I'll absolutely. bring it and let you borrow it. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, um, Cody Rhodes did an interview not that long ago where he, he sort of went through when he, when he, uh, heard about the challenge, I'm doing air quotes. He heard about the challenge. Oh, you can't fill a 10,000 seat stadium. Yep. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, you know, they had just sold out uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan. They just sold out Madison Square Garden and they'd done all this stuff. Um, and just super, super impressed with, you know, the, the it, I mean, just like the book says, the rise of AEW to take it from this fledgling company. Um, I think you made the analogy that, um, that Tesla didn't invent the electric car. They right. just improved on it. Yep. And, you know, I just, uh, super, super like, I'm, I'm glad AEW exists, not just cause it's more wrestling that I get to watch and there's more jobs for wrestlers. They write differently. They produce differently. It's just. It's just another product for us to uh, be able to consume and enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, I agree. It's, Love um, it. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's, it's it, such a different product, too, from, from WWE. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and again, like... I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not an yep. AEW fan. I'm not a WWE fan. I'm not a New Japan fan. I am a wrestling fan in general. Uh-huh. And uh, I think I went on a tangent a while ago. Like, I don't understand the people who hate against one, not against the other. Uh-huh. Like, yes, the competition is fun. Like, it's fun, the little Tony Khan versus uh, Aria uh, Hwani. Like, oh, he's a, and I hate WWE from, you know, Tommy, Tony Khan and, and the smashing of the, the, the uh, chair that Cody did with the sledgehammer. All yeah. this stuff's fun, but. In all in all, they're both great. They have their both. They both have ups and downs. Yep. Talking about the main two in, in North America, and then New Japan making a push too is interesting. So I'm curious what that's going to turn into. I just don't understand the people that go on and hate so much on one or the other. It drives right. me nuts. Like just enjoy it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if you don't like it, uh, please still watch it. But you know, like it's it's wrestling. It isn't made specifically to offend any one person so if it's not your cup of tea it's not your cup of tea and you know i'd hate for someone to say well i'm a wwe fan so i'm not watching anything else right i mean you're sort of hurting wrestling because the less competition the less advancement and care and you know look what wwe did for you know 20 years they didn't have a peer so they just kind of like, well, uh, everybody's, yeah, everybody's programmed to come, come to USA at eight o'clock on Monday. Everybody's programmed to come to Fox on Friday. Yep. Uh, then you had the, the slow rise and burn, um, the Wednesday night wars that, um, that just, you know, NXT, the black and gold and AEW when they were, 600,000 and 661, 590 and 600, like they were really close. Um, AEW would roll out, you know, try and roll out a big show to hit a million. And, um, you know, now NXT sort of repackaged and then got unpackaged to go back to sort of almost their roots. There's still a little bit of 2.0 involved with NXT. But uh, AEW continues to continues to improve for the most part, and my you know wrestling journey pushing forty years now um, is I'm I'm having more fun than than ever with professional wrestling. Yeah, I agree, I, and I think I've said it. I think we're on the cusp of another boom of another '80s style wrestling yep. or another WCW versus AEW or versus uh, WWE kind of that that big mm-hmm. boom the attitude area like i feel like we're on the cusp of that yeah specifically with with the fact that wdb booking is getting better yeah uh it's becoming a more and, and again that goes back to if aew didn't come around would they have bothered yeah like would the bloodline happen if aew didn't start up mm-hmm. you know i mean because they could have just easily have gone back to the lazy booking because they didn't have competition nobody had anywhere yeah. to go so for all you huge WWE marks out there, you can thank Tony Khan for the uh, blood for the bloodline. It's it's his re- yeah. <laughs> I and just pissed off everybody. No, <laughs> I mean like take let's take it another step. 
to uh, thank Cody and yeah. uh, Mother Nature for uh, busting Cody up and getting him hurt. Yeah. I don't think, you know, after um, Hell in a Cell with uh, Seth freaking Rollins, um, I think they would have launched him to the moon and put him right against Roman. And, you know, Roman wouldn't be, you know, almost a thousand days as champion. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had elimination chamber that we just had with the, with the emotion and the, the, the show that we had with, um, with Sammy and the program, you know, with, like you said, with the bloodline yep. and, you know, it's all intertwined. So folks left other companies to come over to this other place. And, you know, now there's the, the slight jabs with the commentator against Tony and the, the news article, um, of someone misquoting and Tony yep. Khan calling Ariel, uh, uh, a fraud. And, you know, it's just like, it, yeah. that's just another part of the story that makes it's wrestling just, just as entertaining. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's my all part and, of wrestling. Yeah. It's my soap opera and you know, the, the oiled up underwear soap opera that, uh, I just like, you know, the, the characters aren't as big. No one personality is larger than the company that they work for. Like it was during the attitude era. But yep, it's like I said, there's something for everyone. If you're not in love with WWE or AEW or New Japan or NWA or Impact or one of those indie promotions, wait a couple of weeks because there's they're going to stumble on something. You know, how did the man come about? Right. The man came about solely by accident. A wrestler popped another wrestler, busted her. Uh, nose had blood all over her face and it was an invasion angle went wrong but did it go wrong and now you had one of the best commercials i've ever seen (laughs) oh i didn't know you were such a close talker i'm the man i'm going to the man cave oh i didn't know we had a man cave you wouldn't yes and it's just uh you know things may happen by accident things may happen on purpose but one thing that I definitely know and appreciate is that I am going to like something on just about every show. I'm not going to love everything. And I'm going to walk away scratching my head. Like I did on Friday with the, the fun house piece. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Bray is super creative and I need to get on his level, I guess, to fully understand it. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally trusting where AEW's going and what Tony's doing. He probably could use somebody in his ear, sort of helping him direct some other stuff. Um, I don't necessarily think it should be the EVPs where they're they're able to book themselves real strong. That's why right. Shane O'Mac isn't on WWE right now. But a uh, lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I'm yep. I, I'm glad you. Uh, turned me on to AEW and uh, I joined you at some of those shows. I just wish I would have stayed a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. The, comp- the competition is nothing but good because like I just said, like it might hurt people to hear this, but if AEW didn't come around, yep. WWE would probably be doing the same yep. old thing. 50, 50 booking, no story yep. driven. Um, and, and, you know, I joke about the whole thing about thank the bloodline on Tony Khan, but 
there's an argument to be made there that the whole bloodline storyline, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, the stuff with Cody coming back, yeah. would have never happened if Tony Khan and AEW didn't start up. So some of the best yeah. stuff going in WWE right now is is due to the competition that Tony Khan built up. Because yeah. otherwise, why would they? Why would yeah. they invest in in these long term storylines? Because there's no competition there. It didn't matter. Yeah. Now there is. They have to go. Ooh. Okay. We got to step our game up. Yeah, because think about the second and third order effects, right? So AEW doesn't come around. Okay, maybe Ring of Honor sticks around and they stay strong. Maybe they don't because they didn't have a great TV deal. Right. You can't compete against a juggernaut in professional wrestling who's got a streaming service, who's got an exclusive TV deal with the United uh, USA and the Paramount piece, Yep. and with Fox. And then they have... Uh, their production company, they've got uh, royalties, they've got their fingers and everything. Ring of Honor was available by exception on a couple of channels. Um, You wouldn't have had the rise of Cody on the Indies, uh, him winning the IWGP United States title, most beautiful title in the world, and the Ring of Honor World Championship. Then him get challenged to fill the stadium with the Young Bucks and quickly develop the um, AEW, you wouldn't have had the Ocho. You wouldn't have yep. had the, you know, the, the rebirth and reemergence of Jericho. Uh, Kenny Omega would still be in Japan. No one, yep. Like, no one who knows and loves Kenny Omega now wouldn't be dealing with him. Right. Would, Not as much, would, at least, yeah. Yeah. What would John Moxley be doing? Yep. Um would he have been like, well, I don't want to go to Japan exclusively, so I guess I'll just stay here and have matches and be a buffoon on WWE. Like the way he was booked the last what four or five months. Yep. Um, and I you would have you would have never got the Briscoes versus FTR. Yep. You would have never got the Young Bucks uh, versus Aussie Open just recently. Oh, you never got nice. the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks in a steel cage match the way they did. Like yeah, the. I, you can't underplay the importance of AEW in the wrestling, yeah. which I consider is the boom coming right now. Yeah. Uh, if it wouldn't have happened, we, we would be sitting watching WWE and I'd be fast forwarding through Raw going, man, I really miss when wrestling was good. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I do. I, I credit to this, this, this boom that I think is coming and, and we're probably in the process of to yeah. the formation of AEW. Yeah. You'd be, uh, you'd be sitting there on YouTube or Peacock or wherever. Um, flipping through old WCW, NWA, Monday Night Wars matches because wrestling today isn't as entertaining and relying on, you know, hopefully shows like us and What Culture and Busted Open and After the Bell, uh, Wrestleholic, and like living vicariously through their stories and enjoying them talk about the show more than you enjoyed the show because they put a funny spin on it and you know they start talking about Barry Barricade and you're like okay now I now I appreciate it and And, uh and, yeah and and I can honestly say even my love for New Japan I always watched it a little bit but never been as big into it as I am now just because Mm -hmm. of the crossover with AEW like I'm like oh I do know that name let me go watch some of these older matches so yeah I agree and uh you, you talked about living vicariously that's like I don't watch NXT. I, I listen to the preview on what culture because those guys mm-hmm. 
give me enough on entertainment and the yeah. review of it. So, but yeah, I, I like I said, I, I think we're in it. I think we're in a in a nice boom. So having my buddy Jeremy jump into it, having artists talk about like how him and his family are talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, possibly people that we've reached out to and said, hey, you should listen to our podcast because it's us. You like us. We're good yeah. dudes. Uh, even if you don't like wrestling, check us out. Maybe we start getting some of those people into it. So, yeah. um, you know, it's not for everybody and that's, no. it's never will be, but yeah. I, I think it's, I think we could get to the stage where it was like in the attitude area where you're getting millions of people watching on a Monday night when yeah. you had WCW and, and, uh, WCW versus WF. Like yeah. the number for wrestling fans back then was astronomical. Yep. And, I think you can get back there with what's going on now and continuing on this trajectory. Especially the way you can consume professional wrestling now, because it isn't just on your cable. You can stream it. You can, um, you know, not just stream it like you go to YouTube or whatever, but you have um, Peacock, you have On Demand, you have... um, my, you know, through my service, I get it. I'm, I'm an AT&T customer, so I can get it through AT&T. Uh, I think you can get it. You're a T-Mobile. Um, there's yep. other means for you to be able to get it. And then you have, and then check that. So then you have the TV show Glow. And oh, then yep, you have yep. women. On Netflix. Uh, wow. And then you have Reels. Yep. Um, and then you got Heels on uh Heels. I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Heels. Yep, heels. And um, there's a new TV show on um, NXT or um, geez, uh, Netflix about uh, lucha wrestling. And man, we didn't uh, even yep. touch on lucha wrestling. Like, good night. Yeah, Triple so, A. Triple A, CMLL, yep. uh, the Lucha Undergrounds. You got Noah, um, Stardom. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's yeah. so much wrestling out there. Yeah. That's. Yeah. GCW, if you want some of the hardcore stuff. Yeah, and, you know, GCW, the rise of GCW, too. I mean, getting Nick Cage on AEW. Yep. And getting um, uh, Matt Cardona on GCW because he wanted to go test himself. So he left WWE because there were um, other venues. He, You know, the death of Zack Ryder and the rise of Matt Cardona. Um, just, you know, it's... Uh, Wrestling is one of those things that it's um, you take a uh, college football rivalry or you take a professional football or um, college basketball or one conference over another, you know, you see an Alabama fan and a, you know, a Georgia fan now because the, the, the dogs, you know, you, they look at you and you just get the polite nod because uh, there's that certain rivalry there. And I think, you know, McMahon just having his head in the sand and basically saying that AEW wasn't its competitor. Maybe it's not a competitor in the sense like size and scope right now. But when you talk about professional wrestling and sports entertainment, 100% they are the competition. Mm -hmm. And they have um, pushed the envelope enough to require the WWE to change the way they serve their product to us. And they changed the way NXT was uh, produced, developed, uh, filmed. Like professional wrestling is filmed completely different now because of the way AEW decided to, to do the hard camera down, down the aisle, yep. down the, um, 
down the walkway at Daly's place. They were at the, um, they were at the, uh, I think they were doing it in the Jack at the Jacksonville theater for a little bit before they moved to Daly's. And it was based on, there's no fans and we, we don't want to push the fact that there are no fans just like they were doing in the terror dome. Right. With the, uh, or not terror dome, but the, um, with all of the screens. Yeah. And I just, man, I'm, to think where we were a couple years ago and WrestleMania in the uh, Performance Center. Mm. And, you know, I don't know if you watch a ton of UFC, but I remember one of the oh, first yeah. UFC matches when they were in the Pyramid, which is the, the training center in uh, Vegas. Man, that first punch, the impact, you could hear everything. You could hear the exhaling. You could hear just the little other feet against the canvas um, to where we are now getting ready to have uh, uh, WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium. And there's 900 tickets left for night two. There's 1,900 tickets left for night one. And there's uh, it's just shy of 60,000 per night. So they're, they're going to be uh, uh, 120,000 people are going to be in attendance collectively for um, for uh, WrestleMania. I'm I'm yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's a lot of people, man. Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, can't wait for next year. We'll uh, the No Shave Man Cave. We're going to be heading to uh, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, the home, the birthplace of the United States Marine Corps at Tun Tavern. We'll uh, see if we can't uh, host a show somewhere. Get the No Shave Man Cave fam together. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Do it. Yeah. So, good stuff, man. Cool. Well, uh, I'm getting texts and messages here. I've uh, got a couple things to uh, tie up here at this cave. So, I will uh, prepare to bid you adieu, good sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like these little conversations. We go off on little tangents. I'm yeah. totally going to name this one Tony Khan created the bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put it on Twitter just to watch the, the, the people go out, outrageous about it. Nice. I'll find, but, uh, uh, I'll find a good, uh, I'll, I'll put a good, uh, picture together with Tony Khan holding up, uh, the bloodline sh- shaking Roman hands, uh, hey, or Tony Khan wearing a, a bloodline <laughs> shirt <laughs> with Heyman and, uh, Heyman and Roman on it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think this is, uh, one of my favorite ones now. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's awesome. Cool. Well, well uh, cool. I appreciate everybody, uh, all our fans out there. Please continue to support us. Uh, buy me a coffee if you want to donate to the show. Uh, help us out a little bit with uh, some better equipment, some software that we were trying to get. Or if you just want to buy us a coffee or a bourbon. But um, uh, we appreciate everything. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, No Shave Man Cave. You can find us out there. We are available on all your podcast networks. Please be kind. Drop a five-star review on iTunes. Give us a comment. Give us some feedback so we can continue to grow. Absolutely. That's, uh, couldn't, couldn't say it any better, JT. Uh, thank you to the family at, at ACAST for uh, getting us hosted. And to our New York City podcast network, you are the best. Really appreciate it. So with that, I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. Thanks for joining us here at the No Shave Man Cave for this casual conversations in the cave.
with that, take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and I'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Men Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Men Cave. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.